Hey guys, what's up? It's Faith from faithmariah.com. Welcome back to another episode of my Blogging Breakthroughs podcast. This episode was originally a Q&A that I recorded in my Blogging Breakthroughs Facebook group. I hope you enjoy it. If you have questions for me, please come join the Facebook group. I would love to have you in there. I'm here to support you. I'm here to help you. I'm here to help answer any questions that you have. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Hey, hi, Blogging Breakthroughs. Hello, hello, friends. I wanted to come on here and riff with you guys and talk a little bit about failure. I wanted to talk about failure a little bit today because this is something that's been coming up a lot with some of my one-on-one clients and just some of the people in the mastermind. And I feel like when I ask people or talk to people about failure, they're like, no, I'm not scared of failing. Like, I'm, I'm okay. Like, it's all good. Like, you know, I know I'm going to have to try things and fail and that doesn't bother me and we're all good. But then they launch something and it doesn't sell and they freak out, <laughs> right? Or their page views go down and they freak out right? Or they launch like a new freebie and no one wants it and their conversion rate goes down and they freak out, right? Well, you're not okay with failure if you're going to freak out (laughs) every time, every time your analytics go down. And here's the thing, you guys, and this is what I tell clients a lot is like, if you launch something and it doesn't sell, I don't even care. I don't even care if you launch something and it doesn't sell because I know I can help you fix that. And I know you can look at it and figure out how to fix it and you're gonna learn what you need to learn and go forward. And you can always sell it again, you can repackage it, you can rebrand it, you can sell it with something else, you can relaunch it when you have more followers, you can try launching it again and warming your list up more, you can try writing different, there's so many different things you can do, but if you don't launch, I can't help you, right? If you don't sell something, I can't help you, right? You have to be taking the steps and moving forward And what happens is like people get stuck in this fear of like, what if nobody buys my thing? But I don't really care about that. I really don't. I really don't care. Like if you launch something and no one buys it and I do this sometimes, like sometimes, you know, sometimes I'll launch something and it doesn't go the way I think it's going to go. But I look at it and I just figure it out and fix it. It's kind of like a puzzle piece, right? And if you let fear keep you from taking the step and putting yourself out there, or slow you down, right? I think a lot of people are taking steps forward, but they're doing it like slower and they're doing it from an energy of like trepidation, right? Cause they don't, they're like intimidated and they don't want people to see them fail or to feel like a failure. And yeah, it would be really cool if you launched something and sold it and it just sold right away and you made a bunch of money, like that would be really cool. But that's not how it works for most people. And you're not entitled to that, you're not. Like, you know, you have, you have to be willing to walk through some crappy struggle, right? You have to be able to look at it and figure it out. So then once you launch something, if it doesn't sell or whatever's going on in your business, your page views are going down, it's just information. It doesn't mean anything about you. It doesn't mean anything about me if my course doesn't sell. It doesn't mean anything about me if my traffic is going down. It doesn't mean anything about me, right? It's just information that I need to look at as a business owner. That's all. It's like you've got to be kind of detached from your business, right? You're not your business. It's like you're here and your business is here and they're not the same thing. They're separate, right? Your well-being and how you feel about yourself and your self-esteem and your confidence and how you feel about your business and your love for your business cannot be dependent (laughs) 
on like, I love my business, like when people buy my stuff, right? It can't be dependent like that. It has to be independent of each other, right? You have to still be confident. I still have to be able to be confident and happy and be a leader and be able to live my life even when business is down. Like some months business is down. Traffic goes down, sales go down, they go up and down. They will always go up and down. It's how it is for every business all over the world, right? Walmart has high months and low months, high months and low months. You don't make the same amount of money every month. You don't have the same amount of traffic every month, right? You don't make the same amount of money on every launch. It all goes up and down. So you have to be really detached and just look at it. It's just information. It doesn't mean anything about you. It's just good information for you to have, but you need that information to get where you want to go. You have to be willing to just put your stuff out there and, and sell stuff and have no one buy it and make a freebie that no one wants. And like, that's just how it goes because you need the information, but you have to have, be able to get the information you need to get better. You can't get the information to make the course that people want or to make the course that's going to sell and make you a lot of money if you're not willing to first make the courses that don't sell, right? Because those courses are the ones that are going to give you the information to get where you want to go, right? It's good information for you to have as a business owner. You're going to learn a lot about your audience, about sales, right? That's I tell people in the mastermind all the time. I'm like, just make something and sell it. Like, and if no one buys it, I literally don't care. <laughs> I don't care as your business coach I don't care at all right because I know that selling takes practice and I know you need to practice selling and I know making products takes practice and writing sales pages and writing emails and doing the whole process takes practice and I know the more you do it the better you'll get at it right and I know the better you get at it the more money you'll make so as your coach I'm like yeah just make something and sell it like I don't care if no one buys it what could you guys sell today to make money this is the other thing is like I've gotten some private messages from people that are like needing money stat when you need money stat you can't wait on traffic You've got to hustle, right? So go on your Facebook, go on your email, get in front of whatever audience you have on whatever platform it is, right? Your email, your personal Facebook, a Facebook group, your Instagram, whatever, wherever there's people that you can get in front of, right? And give them free value and then sell them something. Sell them a one-on-one -on -one package. I have one one-on-one -on -one spot, right? And if no one buys it, who cares? <laughs> Right? But if someone does buy it, then that's like, you know, a few hundred bucks for you. Why not? Why not? You guys are leaving money on the table. There's so many people I talk to that are leaving money on the table because they don't want to sell their stuff. Right? But it doesn't matter. If you try to sell your stuff or you put together a package and you make a sales page, whatever you do, and no one buys it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean anything about you. It doesn't mean anything about you. It's just like, no one bought it, no one wanted it. Like, it doesn't matter, right? But you have to be willing to go through that process. And if you need money, like, get scrappy. Like, you can make money. You've gotta change your mindset. People are in this mindset of like, the COVID thing screwed everything up and money's so hard to make. And I have a lot of empathy for people that have lost their job. I have so much empathy for that. But the truth is, if you tell yourself making money is hard, it's gonna be hard. If you tell yourself, I'm gonna make 500 extra bucks this week, you will do it. I know you can do it. I know that you can, right? If I had like a gun to your head and I was like, make $500, you would do it, <laughs> right? It's, po it's completely possible. It's completely possible for you to make extra money today. 
not a year from now, today. I want people thinking about how they can make money today because money will help you expand your business, right? You can invest in coaching, you can invest in courses, you can invest in the things that you need to grow your business, you can invest in an assistant, whatever you need when you have resources. When you have money is just resources, that's all it is, right? So how can you start making your business profitable? How can you start bringing money into your business today? That's what I would challenge you guys to do. And I've given you guys that challenge before. Hey, Danya, I ready to admit I'm scared of failure. You've got to be willing to fail and fail fast and fail often. It will serve you so well in business. I just don't, you've got to be detached from the results, right? Just look at it and just be like, it doesn't matter. It literally doesn't matter if you launch something and it doesn't work. It doesn't matter if you tried to build it and the traffic goes out. None of that, it doesn't matter. It's just information. It's just information. It doesn't mean anything about you. The reason people get all freaked out is because they tell all these stories because they'll be like, you know, my traffic went down and I've been working so hard and then so-and-so has been blogging longer than me and I can't even do it. Like, you know, that's why, right? It's not because of the traffic. It's not because of the traffic. It's because of what you're telling yourself in your brain, right? You're letting your brain kind of go off the rails. What happens is like people's analytics go down or things don't go the way that you would really like them to go. And then you let your brain go off the rails, right? So bring your mindset back and be like, this doesn't mean anything about me. If you sell something and no one buys it, it doesn't mean anything about you. It just doesn't. It literally doesn't. There are people making lots of money that are rich and successful that are horrible people. And there's people that are poor that are wonderful people. Like sales is a really stupid way to evaluate your worth as a human being, right? It's really easy because we love our businesses, right? And I feel like this too sometimes. Like, you know, I've had to do a lot of work around this because I'm like, my business is like my heart and my soul, right? It is like, it is everything to me. I love it so much, right? I'm obsessed with it. And I've had to do a lot of work to detach myself from my business because I realized having a good month in sales is a really dumb reason to be happy about life. Because being good at sales doesn't mean anything about who you are as a person. Being good at sales doesn't mean anything about who you are as a mom, as a human being, you know, as a friend, as a person. It doesn't have anything to do with that. Being good at sales is just a skill. It's just like being good at hopscotch. Like who gives a fuck? <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> it like literally doesn't matter. So it's just, you're just learning a new skill. Just like your sales is just like any, any other skill. It's just like trying to learn baseball or trying to learn web design or trying to learn whatever, right? Trying to learn how to cook. <laughs> I, I really want to start cooking better food. I've been eating like, especially cause my leg has been all screwed up. I've been eating like the quickest, easiest things I can get. But teaching yourself about sales, it's just a skill, right? And we, we get like our identities all wrapped up in it. We get our identities all wrapped up in the business. When the traffic is good, like I'm having a good month and I'm so happy and I'm making money and everything's so great. It's like, that is a, not a good way to live your life because it's only a matter of time before your traffic goes down and your sales go down. Every month, sales go up, sales go down, sales go up, sales go down for every single business in the world, right? Every month, traffic goes up, traffic goes down, traffic goes up, traffic goes down for every single website. Everyone, no website has the same amount of traffic, has the same amount of sales. It all goes up and down, right? And so if you're attaching your worth as who you are as a human being to your business, it is a very, very unstable. <laughs> it's 
like a very inherently unstable environment. You're in for a very bumpy ride. You've got to be detached, right? And that's kind of how, that's how I've gotten over a lot of fear of failure. Cause I'm just like, I just don't, I just don't care. It's like, I just look at the information and it's not like I don't care. Like I still love my business and I still love my people and I still want to serve, but I'm still good, right? Faith is still good and happy and living a good life, whether or not sales are up or down, whether or not traffic is up and down. Like that doesn't have anything to do with me and my well-being and how I feel, right? It, it just doesn't. It doesn't. And I promise you guys too, people think they're going to hit these milestones and feel different about their business. Like, you know, if you hate your business right now, You'll hate your business when you're making $1,000, $2,000, $10,000 a month. You just will. I promise you. People think like they're going to get to this point and start making money and then they're going to love their business. But you have to practice loving your business. Right? Love is a feeling that you have to practice. Right? We get confused and think things outside of us create our feelings when really we create our feelings. So if you are creating feelings of unhappiness in your business... You will create feelings of unhappiness in your business when you start making money and you're successful too, right? Because that's what you're used to doing, right? But we get confused and we don't take responsibility and say, oh, I'm creating unhappiness with my business or I'm creating frustration. And we say like, well, my business, it's really hard right now and it's so hard to grow a business and there's all these external things when it's really, it's you. <laughs> it's you, right? But that's like the best news ever. Because if it's you, you can fix it and do something about it. And it's not actually the stuff outside of you. And I promise you, I promise you, I know it, I know it doesn't always seem like this, but if you're struggling with your business and it's hard and you don't like it and you're frustrated, you're gonna feel the exact same way when you hit your $10,000 month. You just will. You will continue to create the same feelings, right? In the new situation. It's just like that. I always use this example, but we all have that one friend, that one girlfriend that dates the same guy over and over and plays out the same relationship over and over and over again for years. And you're like, how like, is that possible? And it's because she's creating those same dynamics, right? No matter what relationship she's in, she's creating those same feelings over and over and over again, right? And that's what you'll do with your business. You'll hit a new level in income, but you'll create the same feelings. You'll create the same feelings of frustration. You'll create the same feelings of like, this is hard, this is hard, this is hard, this is hard. If you're so used to telling yourself how hard it is and how difficult it is, if you're so invested in holding on to the struggle, when you hit that next income level, you will continue to struggle because that's what you're used to doing. That's the feeling that you're used to generating. It's what it, you will just continue playing out that same pattern, right? And you'll hit a 5k month and you'll hit a 10k month. You'll hit a 20k month, right? But the whole time you're still in that same pattern of like, it's hard, it's hard, it's hard. It's so hard. The business is so hard. It's so difficult, right? And that's why I'm always telling people like, you've got to love your business and you have to love it now, not when you're successful. That might be the end of my rant. How are you guys doing? Rebecca's here. Carol's here. LaDonna's here. Hey guys. But I just want you guys to be willing to just try things and fail, right? And as your coach, like, makes me so excited when you guys launch things. And I don't care about you making sales because that part doesn't matter, right? Because I know if your launch flops, we can fix it, right? We can fix it. We can figure out, was it the product? Was it the copy? Like, you can look at it and figure all that stuff out. But if you don't launch anything, you don't have the information to fix it, right? You don't. You've got to sell things.
right? You've got to sell things. That's how you make money. There's a direct correlation between how many offers you make and how much money you make. If you want to make more money, you need to make more offers. People get really confused, right? And I'm going to say something maybe like a little confusing, but I promise you it's right. There's no direct correlation between making more content and making more money, maybe long-term. But this month, I can tell you right now, if I needed to bring in extra money this month, I would not be making more content. I would be making more offers because I know that there's a direct correlation, a very, very direct correlation between offers and income, right? It, the, the correlation between content and income is there. Like there, it, it's there, right? You need to grow an audience and have people and all that stuff, right? But people think they can just make content and that will generate revenue and it doesn't. Offers generate revenue, right? So you have to make con. If you needed, if I needed more revenue, I wouldn't be making more content. I wouldn't be writing a bunch of blog posts, right? I'd be making a bunch of offers. I'd be like, hey, like one-on-one -on -one coaching, which I'm not gonna do. <laughs> Your girl doesn't have time. <laughs> but if I needed money, that's what I would do. I'd be like one-on-one -on -one coaching, like like pack like packages like new group group coaching package new course new workshop live retreat right i thought about i still kind of want to do it but i haven't had time to set it up but i thought about doing some kind of like live blogging workshop retreat situation right seller retreat like what about a workshop like a live workshop right twenty dollar live workshop come you know hang out we're gonna do this fun thing it's gonna be cool whatever like make an offer right that's how you make more money there's a direct correlation between how many offers you make and how much money you make you have to try to sell things <laughs> right i'm like laughing but it's like people get stuck and they think the content is like great and the content can help you build a platform and you guys know i'm always on here preaching at you to make more content right but that's not how you make money. It's an indirect correlation between content and money. There's a direct correlation between offers and money. Does that make sense? Rebecca says, if you were making a new blog, starting from zero posts and zero traffic at home, many posts, amount of traffic or subscribers, would you start having an offer? Um, I would be cranking out content for like a while, but I'll be honest with you, like, you know, we started blogging breakthroughs. That that site really doesn't have traffic still. Like faithmariah.com doesn't have organic traffic still. We're going to mess with some ads that we just started running, but but I was still selling stuff and making offers, right? So, it's up to you, right? And it it depends like I'm using an, an example more of like just trying to push people to think outside of the box, right? Like go on your Facebook group and sell something. <laughs> like your Facebook page, your personal page. Like go on your personal Facebook page every day for a week, talk about your thing, and then at the end of the week, sell something, right? Like I'm trying to push people to like think outside of the box and get out of this headspace of like, I have to have a huge audience to, wait, to make money. What if you got to make money now, right? That's kind of what I'm trying to play with. But yeah, you could make an offer on your site if you wanted. You, I think a good, I usually tell people to start with a tripwire and then a sale on their welcome funnel. And Rebecca, that's in the, um, you're in the mastermind and I have a workshop, an email workshop for you guys in the mastermind that has my exact welcome funnel in there. So that's what I recommend people do because you can set that up once and it just runs automatically on your blog all the time, right? So it's like anyone that opts in, 
you're already making two offers to everyone that opts in, right? Because I'm, I'm making an offer on my tripwire, they're going through my welcome funnel, and then I'm making an offer with a sale. So I'm making two offers to every single person that opts in without having to do anything, right? I just set it up. I mean, I have to make the stuff and like set it up or whatever. But then after that, it, it just runs, right? So I think that can be a smart thing to do because yeah, you're not gonna make a billion dollars when you don't have a lot of traffic, but maybe you'll make 30, 40 bucks, right? Wouldn't that be nice? Like you guys are spending money on, on all this stuff. Like, wouldn't it be nice to make 40 bucks once in a while? Like, I don't know. Like, I just think about when I was starting and I was like, <laughs> like bleeding money out, right, of my blog. Cause I, I like invested really heavily in coaching and mentorship, which is, as you guys know, very expensive. So, you know, I was like bleeding money out and I was just like, I just want to make like 50 bucks to like pay for Tailwind or and, like pay for some of these subscriptions I have. Right. So if you have your tripwire and your um, sale set up in your welcome funnel, that can just run automatically and you don't have to do anything. So that can be a good option if you don't have people working on my first lead magnet and tripwire this week. So excited. I love your mindset. Yay, Taylor. Do it, do it, do it. I was thinking the same as Rebecca. I was thinking of doing my printable shop and sending traffic to it. Yeah. Yeah, Katrina, as well as free printables and traffic to my vlog. Yeah, just try things. <laughs> like, I don't care what you guys try, right? Just try things. That's how you will figure it out, right? You'll either put it up and it will work or it won't, right? I mean, the market will tell you. Like, you'll be able to look at it, right? And be like, it's working or it's not working. You'll know because you'll either it'll either be converting or not, right? And make sure you're looking at the conversion rate. We were talking about this in the mastermind, I think on the last Facebook Live I did in there. But make sure you guys are looking at the conversion rate, right? Not just sales because sales doesn't mean anything, right? If I make one sale but I only had three people on the page, that's actually really good, right? So you have to look at how many people are on the page and how many sales. So track those two things and then you can tell. It either works or doesn't. And if it doesn't work, sell something else, like, you know, or change your marketing. A lot of times, you know, you just don't have the marketing exactly right to sell things sometimes. But you know, you, you don't know that unless you try. Do you see what I'm saying? It's like, I can't figure out if the marketing is right or not if you've never tried to sell it. Like you've just gotta try to sell it and see if people buy it or not, and then try to fix it or try to sell something else and see if that converts higher. And then if you keep doing that long enough, you will make money. You just will. There's no other way for it to go, <laughs> right? It's like, you know, if you keep building an audience and you keep making offers and you keep messing with it, eventually you will make money and figure it out. There's no possible way for it not, not to work, right? It's like, it just will work that way, but you've got to try. You've got to try and try a lot of different things. How would you suggest to brainstorm ideas for products? I have kids, crafts, and activity blog, and the only product I see others in my niche offer is a book. I feel like my own brain can't think of anything, and I need to get creative ideas for products flowing. Look at people outside of your niche. And then I like to do a product ladder, Amanda. So start with your product ladder. What's the most expensive, extravagant thing? Like if you had a million people following you, like you would sell, right? And this is like your big dream, right? Maybe it's like a retreat, maybe it's some sort of like art supplies line that you have, right? And then go down to the next thing and keep working your way down like till you get to something that you think you can actually make now, right? And it could be, you could do, what if you did like art classes or like live 
art workshops. What if you did like a weekly live art workshop or a weekly art project situation? I'm really into membership sites lately. I think membership sites are a really good way to stabilize your income in this space. And so I have two. I have the mastermind and I have the membership, the radical transformation membership. And it's really nice for me because I don't have to launch something all of the time and be selling. I do kind of sell things all the time because I like to make things and sell them. I have something coming for you guys very soon. That is like really good. My assistant is helping me finish it up right now. It's like really, really cool. But I like to make things and sell them. So I sell things all the time. But with the memberships, it's like you already have a chunk. Of, I already have a chunk of money coming in every month before I don't have to launch anything. I don't have to sell anything. I don't have to do anything. Like really, I mean, I have to do things. I have to show up for my memberships. So I can make the content for them, but it's already sold. They're, they're people that just pay for it every month, right? And I don't have to keep reselling it to them over and over. So could you do some kind of membership, right? Where they get like projects every week or they get projects every month or they get a live class every month or a challenge. Could you sell some kind of challenge, some kind of like, pack what did you say your niche was kid craft and activity blog yeah so you think about what problem can you solve who's reading your blog what problem can what problems do they have write a list like brainstorm right just like spew a bunch of stuff out right and some of your ideas should be dumb right if you're brainstorming and a bunch of your ideas are not dumb you're not brainstorming hard enough <laughs> Okay, like spew out a bunch of like insane ideas, like just spew them out, right? What are their problems? And ask yourself, what are their problems, right? The people that are coming to your content, like look at your top three posts, top five posts and ask yourself like, what are would these people be struggling with, right? And then how can you start solving that problem for them, right? You've got to solve some kind of problem for people, right? So maybe it's some kind of pack or course or workshop or event where they can keep their kids occupied <laughs> right i mean people are just looking for ways to occupy their children right now right people are looking for like homeschool stuff like resources like that right now too like that's a problem like i don't know what your specific audience is but i know that that's a problem people have that they would pay to solve right you have to look at your audience and figure out what is a problem that they have that they would pay to solve and then brainstorm right spew a bunch of ideas right and the, I, there should be bad ideas coming out right if you're not if there's no bad ideas coming out that you're not brainstorming hard enough so brainstorm hard right you know 100 ideas as fast as you can of things you could possibly sell right and a lot of times people tell me they're like i don't know what my product is i can't think of what it would be i don't know but it's like they haven't tried that hard go write a list of 150 ways you could make money like things you could sell like write write 250 things you know you could sell write 100 things every day for like a week right and you'll have 700 things to pick from <laughs> it's like you know have you really sat down and like tried to think of it right and just brainstorm like brainstorm is like just ideas 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 right it's not about it doesn't don't like judge them about being good or bad it's not about good or bad it's literally like the amount of ideas you can come up with just challenge yourself to come up with as many things as you can and then the next day do it again right and then at the end of the week you'll have like 700 ideas and then 
a lot of them will be trash, right? But that's fine. So go through and then just highlight a couple that might work, right? So really challenge yourself if you don't know what to sell. Think about what, what are people struggling with? What problem can you solve? What would they pay you to solve? Right, and then just brainstorm and just spitball a billion ideas out. And look at different niches too, because sometimes we get so stuck in our like little niches, like, you know, just because somebody's doing something in a different niche doesn't mean it can't work in your niche, right? I modeled the mastermind off of someone um, that is a life coach. It's a life coach, um, Natalie Bacon's like life coach, um, grow you, program that she has I was in that and it really inspired me to do the mastermind but she's not in my niche she's not in my niche right but just because her she's doing something in a different niche doesn't mean it doesn't can't work for me too right so look at different people see different things right I've seen a lot of people like Jennifer Maker does a lot of craft stuff right where she's selling like templates and stuff I don't know you guys probably I don't know anything about crafts <laughs> or kids people always ask me about kids and like i'm like i don't know you guys <laughs> i have like a dog <laughs> that's an awesome idea i could combine the two membership live workshop where i set out a craft of the week or a month with a list of supplies and they can log on facebook and craft with me live thank you yes that's great right i love doing like live workshops well i obviously like doing live video but i think like live, live workshops are like a really cool thing to do because you can sell tickets, right? Be like, come to my live workshop. You can also always record it and sell it later or record it and use it as a bonus for something else, right? It's like, you're kind of always, I talk about this in the mastermind a lot, but it's like, I like having a bank of content, right? I like that I have a lot of different workshops and courses and bonuses and things I've made like throughout the years. And when I want to launch something, I can kind of pull from that I can repackage things, I can market it a different way, I can put different things together, I can pull different parts for bonuses if I want. Like I like having that bank of content. So you can always do stuff like that. And that's why I always tell people too, I'm like if you launch something and doesn't sell, I don't care. Cause it's like you can always use it for something later. Like maybe that is gonna be a, maybe that course you made will actually end up being a bonus for like a bigger one-on-one -on -one coaching package or something you end up selling like you know you can always repackage things and move them around and sell it again later right maybe you launch it again when your list is too big right if you make a product now and your list is too small and no one buys it like launch it again in six months launch it again in a year right it's like it doesn't it's still like an asset to you in your business do you know what i mean you've got to have like I was saying, like there's a direct correlation between like offers and income. The more offers you make, the more income you make. But it's like when you have that kind of that kind of content bank, you have a lot of ammo. You know what I mean? So it's like if you make something and your audience is too small and it doesn't sell, I don't care. I literally don't care. <laughs> it's like literally fine. You can use it for something else, right? Because your audience is only going to grow, right? So email it out again in six months and launch it again see if it sells, repackage it as something else, use it as a bonus. Like, you know, it's not like that time is not wasted, right? You're just building up your catalog of things you can sell. You're just building up your ammo of offers, right? That's kind of how I look at it. Okay, you guys, I'm gonna get off of here. Amanda, let me know how your membership site goes. I'm into membership sites lately, you guys, I'm telling you, it's like a great way to stabilize your income, right? Cause it's like, I already know like this amount of money is coming in. And that's nice. It's nice to not have to start from zero every month, right? I don't have to start from zero every month because I'm like, I know that this chunk is coming in already. 
right? And then I can look at like the rest of the stuff that's going on and kind of fill in the rest that we need to do to make the revenue for the month. But I don't have to start from zero. And that's kind of a nice feeling. Like it's kind of a nice thing to build up, right? You, I mean, and there's downsides to it too, right? It's like, it has to be sustainable. It has to be worth your time and your energy and stuff. But I would like encourage you guys, like just think about it as something to do in the future. All right, you guys have a good day. I'll talk to you guys soon. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Blogging Breakthroughs podcast. Thanks for being here. Thanks for hanging out. I wanted to let you know that the doors to the mastermind are open. The Blogging Breakthroughs mastermind is a group I created to help support you on your business, to help you get clarity on your business, to help you make more money faster, to help you be in community with other women. Building a business on your own is so hard. It's so isolating. I see so many women buying courses, getting discouraged, not getting the results that they want. I created this group to support you while you build your business. In addition to being part of an amazing community of women, you also get invited to come to a weekly group coaching call on Zoom with me. These calls are really, really special. People are really raw and honest about what's going on in their business and their life. And it's just a time for us to come together to connect, support each other, brainstorm business ideas, just anything you guys need. These calls are really, really special, and I really believe they will help you grow your business. In addition to the calls with me, you also get access to tons of group coaching calls, guest workshops, co-working hours, a blogathon that we run every single week to help you stay motivated and working on your business. There's so many resources available to support you. You don't have to build this business on your own, and I hope you will consider coming to join us inside the mastermind. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you.